Okay, before we get into the episode, I need to tell you that Next Level November is live. Next Level November is here, my friend. Can you believe this? So every year for the past three years, it is our biggest promotion, the biggest launch that our company does ever, ever in the entire year. It is happening right now. Next Level November is live. What is Next Level November, you ask? Well, it is a whole month of the most incredible and amazing offers that we never do in one entire month. So every single week, all four weeks of Next Level November, there will be a brand new offer that comes available that you will be able to see, you will be able to take part of, you will be able to action, do something with it. And after seven days, it expires. And the next week, something new pops up. So it's like this little gamified promotion month where we give you access to step into the next level version of yourself. So you can next level your confidence, your relationships, and your life in general. It is such a freaking fun month. There is so much goodness going on. It's all happening. You got to click thequeenofconfidence.com, head to my website, or you can click the link in the show notes. Why am I sharing this with you? Because it only happens once a year and we try to make it the biggest thing possible. So the shit that we offer, we never offer again. Like seriously, we never are able to offer it again because it happens only in November and we get really crafty because each week has to have a new offer. So my team wants to kill me in next level November, but we bring the goods, okay? So if you are looking to level up your life in any way, shape or form, your life, your business, yourself, your mindset, you don't know. There's a lot of cool shit happening in next level November. So just get your booty on the list. Go to thequeenofconfidence.com. You'll see next level November right there on my website. You can click on it. It'll show you everything. You're going to be a part of it. Click the link in the show notes if you're listening to this on any podcast platform or on YouTube. Just click the link below. Get your booty into next level November. Let's level up your damn life. Okay, back to the episode. Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are queen, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you, I'm a confidence coach, a business mentor, a speaker, an author, and I am obsessed with women standing up, showing up, and creating their confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my love. Welcome to the podcast. I am hype because we just had a amazing ass sisterhood day. We just had our live event. We had women joining us virtually. It was amazing. Uh, the topic was all about creating your alter shego, which is like that inner queen inside of every single one of us, the, the version of us that is the ultimate, the best. And we talked about how to unleash her, how to pull her out. What are the steps to get her out and how we step into that version of ourselves every day? And it was freaking amazing. Like on the weekend I was sick. I had like a fever. Then Hamish had a fever. We were like, fuck, are we going to make it? Like I've never missed a sisterhood day. I've never missed a live event. Thank goodness. Like in the five years that I've been doing this, I have never been sick on a day. I had like an Oprah, like I never missed a day of work kind of thing. I've been sick, but just not on one of those days. And I rarely get sick. And I was just like, Yo, we're not having this. I'm going to show up with a fever, whatever we got to do. But thankfully, we got through it. It was amazing. We weren't sick. We did really well. 
We had the room was lit. We had a massive dance party to some JLo. Let's get loud. Um, my heart is very full this morning. I feel very grateful that I get to do the work that I do uh, with the Sisterhood Ladies. If you are loving this podcast, if you are listening to me, if you've been listening to me for like two years, binging, stop playing. Why haven't you joined the Sisterhood? I'm just saying, literally make it happen. No matter if you're overseas, if you live in Australia, especially come and hang out. It's amazing. I get to meet the women that have been like, I've been listening to your podcast for two years. I listen to you every day in my ear. It's so crazy that you're here and you're, and I'm like, good. I'm glad you came. Let's do this. Um, so I feel really grateful and really happy today. I had my beautiful interview with Gary Vaynerchuk. He's amazing. That podcast is coming out next week, next week, the 21st of November. Stay tuned for that. Um, that week was crazy. That week I spoke to Gary Vee, I submitted my TED talk and I did something with a book situation that I can't talk about, but some exciting shit is coming, my friends. So I'm just like feeling great. And obviously my mom's still not well. Um, and I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to talk about the cost, the price that we pay for our peace. And I, that's what today is going to be about. Um, but I just wanted to share there's some good shit in the pipeline. Some wins are happening amongst all the crazy that our world is having. There's some good shit happening. And I want you to look for the good things in your life. What good shit is happening in your life? What can you focus on that's going well? Because there's a lot of stuff that we can focus on that's not going well. And when we focus on that, that expands. We don't feel good. So I want to ask you before we even start this podcast, what's working well for you right now? What's going well in your life? What do you want to celebrate yourself for? What wins have happened for you that you could celebrate in this moment? And I want to celebrate you too, whatever that is. Okay, so as I said today, we're talking about the price of peace. And I saw this on Instagram the other day and it really spoke to me because I thought, wow, like this is something that I know and that I do in my life. And I don't realize that I do this and I don't realize how many people don't know about this, how many people don't do this. And when I speak to my community and my program and when I do coaching calls, I'm like, shit, we need to talk about this. So you are going to disappoint people in your life. You're going to disappoint your family. You're going to disappoint people who are not happy about your growth. You're going to disappoint your close loved ones, maybe even your partner because you are wanting to shift, transform, change, not do the same thing. Maybe you are going to boundary up, especially around this time of the year, right? Where there's holidays and there's parties and there's food and there's alcohol and there's wanting to spend money on people and, and binge drink and all these things. You are hopefully going to disappoint people. You are hopefully going to fight for your peace. And Doing this is so brave and so hard and it feels so uncomfortable. There's so much discomfort that comes from this. And I wanted to share on it today in the podcast because um, my, right now my example is a, a real true example. And it's been like this my whole life, but it's really coming up now. My mother was hospitalized last year after 14 years of not having a bipolar episode. She stopped her meds. She came to Australia actually. Um, in June last year and she wasn't taking her medication and I didn't notice because she had just stopped um, 
it was a hot mess. She was uh, dialoguing in the toilet by herself, like in the bathroom. She was speaking like, like she was in a conversation. And I knew, I was like, something's not right. But it had been 14 years, she was okay. Then um, and she ended up going home. And in September, she was hospitalized. And it was horrible because that hadn't happened for 14 years. Like 14 years, she was good. So she got sick, ruined my year. It was the worst experience. I really fell off. I really dropped. It, it really fucked me. It was horrible. It fucked up my business. It fucked with my mind. I had to do lots of work on that. It was just re-traumatizing for my entire life of her being mentally ill, beating me up, me going to foster care. It was just triggering as fuck, right? Now I have a young family. I have a business, I have clients that I coach, I have a podcast, I have my, my freaking events that I run, I have my college, I'm in college right now getting my bachelor's degree, um, I have a husband, beautiful relationship there, I have friends, I got my life and my own mental health and well-being that's important. And last year, all that shit went out the window. It was so hard for me to fucking fathom the fact that she was sick after all these years. So long story short, this happens. I am in therapy trying to recover from this shit. And then this September, she got sick again. And I did a podcast recently on the, on the show about like how you know you've changed. And I noticed that I was like, I'm not doing what I did last year. So what does that mean? I need peace, my friend. I need to not freak out. I need to be able to have a calm nervous system. I need to be able to be happy so that I can show up. My energy needs to be what my energy is. I am a fucking enthusiastic ass person. I am a high vibe energy. I fucking love strangers. I will say hi to people. I'm like, hey, good morning, good evening, bah, 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 morning and night person. It's annoying. I'm always on. I'm hype. That's just who the fuck I am. I am this ball of energy, lighthouse of love, sunshine rays at people hot pink sunshine rays and that's who I know myself to be and when I have to deal with this thing about my mother and I'm advocating for her at 2 a.m and I'm calling doctors it's fucking upsetting the medical system is in any country but especially in America is upsetting the fact that she's not well and what she's the lack of what she's saying or sometimes what she says is upsetting the entire situation is fucking upsetting. So it's hard, you know, the, the whole thing is hard. And then you got children who want you to watch TV with them and be present and you got schoolwork, you got clients. Anyway, so I said to myself this time, I need to protect myself. Now I have been protecting myself. I know this sounds terrible. I love my mother to death, but I've been protecting myself from my mother from a very long time because I know that she can just shit in my ear energetically, negative bullshit. And the energy is just down and not good. And thankfully, I'm a coach and a therapist and I do my work and I work on my shit. I've got like hay fever, by the way. Like, I don't know what is happening, but I'm sneezing a lot. It is spring here in Melbourne and my ass is just itchy. Um, not my ass, but you know, like my nose. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so I've been trying to protect myself for a very long time from my mother because I know that when she gets into her spirals of negativity and wants to talk shit about the family, and if I'm there and she's in my ear, literally energetically shitting in my ear, I'm going to go down. My energy is going to go down. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to feel like shit. I knew this from when I first started doing the work on myself. I could, I could notice myself feeling away after talking to her. So right now, is there someone in your life that you speak to on the phone or that you hang out with 
And when you're done hanging out with them, you start to feel like shit. Just check in right now. Is there somebody who calls you, energetically poops in your ear, makes you feel like shit, or a vampire that you get to hang out with that you love this person, but they drain your life soul energy when you hang out with them. And they don't mean to, yo, like no offense. They don't mean to, but fuck, you're struggling when you hang out with this person. Just check in. Most of the time we have someone like that in our life. Now, I'm not saying you gotta cut people off, but you definitely need to learn to protect yourself. And with that protecting yourself, comes difficulty like it is hard to have a boundary with someone you love and care about it is hard to not pick up the phone to speak to someone who wants to speak with you who you love but you know that if you pick up that phone you're gonna have a really fucked up day or a fucked up week or a messed up moment because that person's just gonna be a vampire and you could love someone and also not like their behavior. You could love someone, but not like who they're being. Like, I love my mother, but I don't like who she's being when she's out of the hospital and complaining about her life. I don't, I don't resonate. I don't relate. I don't gossip about people. I don't complain about my life. I don't, I don't think that that's how life is. I don't go, well, that's the way it is. Like, she's just got old school ways that I'm like, I don't agree with it. So if I didn't know her, I probably wouldn't hang with her. I wouldn't pick up the phone. She's my mother. I love her. And so I want to be there for her. But I want you to start thinking about how these people make you feel and how you end up going about your day and how it impacts you. Because that's the reality. We don't need to talk about being kind and being nice just because they're our family, just because they're your mother, just because they're your sister. You should X, Y, Z. You should blah, blah, blah. Fuck the shoulds. You should look after yourself. You're the one that needs to be taken care of, especially if you have little people that you look after or a team of people. If you're a leader, like you have to make sure you're good. And just because people are family or friends, it doesn't mean that they are good to be in your life 24-7. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I got so many messages, by the way, uh, on Spotify. I love you if you're listening to Spotify and you send me questions or comments. I appreciate you. Thank you. One of the ladies said to me, thank you so much for talking about the Toxic Family Members podcast because it gave me permission because my mother is very toxic. And I'm like, yo, I cannot talk to my mom every day. When she's not in the hospital and she calls me, I have like every three days or four days I could call her, but I can't speak to her every day. And I saw this quote and I want to share this quote with you because this is basically what we're talking about today. It just encompasses fully what people don't understand about the boundary, what people don't understand about cutting people off, what people don't understand about protecting your peace and what that costs you because it is a cost. You got to pay either way. On one side, you're paying by not having boundaries, being leaky and letting this person energetically shit on you and then it ruins your day and then any actions you take. Or you have boundaries, you keep to yourself, you don't speak to that person and that hurts. But for me, I'm more protected in that way and I will choose that every fucking day because if I'm good, my life is good. If I'm not good, everything I touch is not good. You get it? Like if you're not good, everything that you touch, everything that you do, you say, you create is not good. So you gotta be good. You're the one, number one person. So here's what the quote said. It said, everybody talks about cutting people off, but nobody really talks about the grief that comes with having to stand firm on that decision. Knowing it's not what you wanted, 
but what was necessary for your well-being. I saw this on the Women Empowerment Mentor Corner. Yo. But knowing that it's not what you wanted, but it was what was necessary for your well-being. That shit right there. So let me tell you, there is grief that comes with cutting people off. There is grief that comes with setting boundaries. There is a mourning. There is a letting go. There is a grieving. Of course there is. You might even feel guilty because you've been told that you're not supposed to put yourself first. You've been feeling in your family maybe that you're supposed to allow that to happen. You're supposed to pick up the phone when your mom calls. You're supposed to say yes to your sister for babysitting her kids every fucking time because she's your sister. You should not be blah, blah, blah because in this family we don't do X, Y, Z. Of course you're gonna feel guilty. This shit has been conditioned for you to feel guilty. Like as a Puerto Rican woman, <clears throat> I know that my family's like, I can't believe you live in Australia. You left your mother. You live so far away. You're the only child. Why aren't you there for her? Why don't you fly to America every time she's in the hospital? I know, I know there's someone in my family that thinks that. And you know what? Good. Think that. <laughs> you have no idea. I am okay for you to be wrong about me. Right? Like step one of FWOT, which if you don't know is fuck what others think. And it's a shit that we teach inside the sisterhood. Step one is, I'm okay for you to be wrong about me. You will get me wrong and I'm good with that. Byron Katie be like, be generous. Let people think what they want about you. You could think whatever you want about me. You don't understand me. You don't know my situation. Nobody is advocating for my mother at fucking 2 a.m. And then the next day I have to get my kids lunches ready, drop them off, be present, do this over here. Nobody fucking knows. Nobody's paying my fucking bills. Like, I'm sorry. You could think whatever you want. I'm good with who I am and what I'm doing. Thank you very much. So you got to strengthen what is true for you and who you want to be. And let people be wrong about you. And also hold the duality of wanting to mourn and grieve the boundary that you had to put up for someone that you truly and deeply love. But you know they're not good for you right now. Wow, that's, that's complicated. That is a lot. But guess what, baby? That's life. And I didn't choose this. I didn't choose for her to be this way. I didn't choose for it to be so complicated. But what is the, re like, what is the other choice that we have? I have no boundaries. I allow her to energetically shit on me. I feel like shit about myself. And then everything that I do turns to shit. No. I'm going to choose myself always. Because I'm a mother. I'm a, I'm a coach. I do my work. I'm a wife. Plus, I want to be good in my own mental health and well-being. So at the end of the day, when you don't have these boundaries and when you, when you don't cut the people off who need to be cut off, when you don't set the powerful boundaries, you sacrifice yourself and then it ends up biting you in the ass anyway. You know what I'm saying? I recently was doing a hot seat coaching call and one of my clients had an issue in a relationship and I shared it on Instagram, uh, a piece of my behind the scenes of my coaching call. And I said to her um, that, basically Maya Angelou, when people show you who they are, believe them. And Byron Katie in our module one in the book in the sisterhood that we, we go through is Byron Katie. And she says that cats meow and dogs bark. And if you think that a cat is going to bark, you're fucking tripping basically. Like that's not what a cat does. And so if this person that you are trying to create boundaries from is a air quotes toxic person, is a negative person, is a person with no boundaries, you know, is a person that's been disrespecting you, is a person that takes you for granted and has no boundaries and doesn't listen to you, that's who they are. Believe them. 
That's who they're showing you and presenting as. So now you know you can make the decision of what you need to do for yourself. It's like, don't try to think that, oh no, because she's my mom, I should X, Y, Z. No, if it's not gonna make you good, you have to be good. And also you can grieve. And also you get to be sad about that. I had so much sadness in my heart about my mom and I wasn't honoring the sadness. And it doesn't mean I'm gonna let my boundaries go. It just means I'm a daughter who's got a heart and is sad. I'm sad that I have to have these boundaries with my mom. I'm sad that I can't fly back home. I'm sad that she's by herself, of course. And I can hold that sadness. And I had a big fucking cry. I had a big chat with my husband and just said, hey, there's just sadness here in my heart and I wanna let it go. And he was like, cool. And I felt so much better. I wasn't walking around pretending I wasn't sad that I was setting boundaries. I was fucking sad. I could also have that and, and also protect myself. At the end of the day, what I'm doing, I'm doing because I need to do for myself. It's not good for me to have no boundaries, allow her into my life, energetically shitting on me, and then me feel like shit the rest of the day. But I'm an air quotes good daughter to society and to my Puerto Rican family, whatever. They don't know. They don't know what I'm going through over here. It's not easy to fly back to America. And also, in my mom's situation, she decided to stop taking her medication. The people that we set boundaries from, the people that we're trying to protect our peace from, they're making choices and decisions in their lives as well that's affecting you. Are they thinking about how that's gonna affect you? And if they're not, you need to think about how that's gonna affect you. My mother knows well and true, like she's been sick her whole life. She knows what happens when she stops taking her medication. I know what happens. Shit, everybody knows what happens. Why would you stop taking your medication unless you were just so blatantly unaware of how it's impacting other people? And if you're unaware, that's cool, but I'm gonna be aware and I'm gonna do what I need to do to make sure that I'm protected. And this time around, fuck, it's been hard, let me not lie. It's been very hard because I'm, I'm missing my mother. I'm feeling sorry for her. I'm like, what can I do? I feel helpless and hopeless and all the shit I felt when I was a little kid. But I did so much better this time because I had boundaries and I said, that's enough. I did what I could do, now I'm gonna go to sleep. I'm gonna start my day fresh. Now what am I gonna do today? And I just check in, if you're doing this, check in with what you can give. What can I give today? And if there's nothing to give, there's nothing to give. You have to make sure that you're good. So I wanted to talk about this because it's expensive. The price of your peace is expensive. You're gonna be sad, you're gonna be grieving, you're gonna be feeling guilty, you're gonna be feeling all the feels, and that's the price that you're paying. But also, you're doing it for a greater good for yourself. That's what we're doing this for. You're doing this because you wanna protect yourself, you wanna make sure that you're good. And I just wanna encourage you, if you're doing this, to know that this is very hard. I get it, it's not easy, but keep fucking going. Because if you're at the end of the day protecting yourself, that's all you can do. And don't expect everybody to understand that. There are not gonna be a lot of people that you can speak to about this. That's why I wanted to do this episode because I was like, yeah, nobody talks about the cost, the grieving, the sadness, the feeling bad, the feeling like you're failing as a, as a parent, as a daughter, as a family member, as a friend. Sometimes it's your friend that you need to walk away from and protect yourself from but it is fucking painful and you can hold both. I just did a podcast about that, holding sadness and mourning and grieving, but also wanting to have your boundaries and protecting yourself. So if you're in this space where you need to be doing this, just get ready because it's not easy. But at the end of the day, choose you always. 
choose you always, my friend. I love you so much. I hope that this episode served you. If you enjoyed this, keep messaging me on Spotify. Send me questions. I would love to know what you want me to talk about. I'm very excited. Christmas is coming and we are not taking a break. I've got so many amazing episodes for you in December while you are on break. So stay tuned for that. Um, if you want to learn more about Next Level November, if it is November, click the link in the bio in the show notes. I love your face so much. I'm over here sneezing. I need to go take like a antihistamine girl. This is a hot ass mess spring. I love you so much. I'll talk to you soon, my darling. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. I freaking love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your ears and your energy and your attention. Thank you for letting me into your world. And thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this podcast. There are so many podcasts you can listen to. And I deeply, deeply, for real, for real, appreciate you listening to mine. Do me one big favor, one big thing. Please share this episode or this podcast with a woman who you know needs to hear this. This is my mission on planet Earth to serve as many women as possible so that we could show up, stand up, speak up, and create the confidence and the life that we desire. I appreciate you, my love. I will see you on the next episode. 